0: radio three and beautiful to me steve vines good morning how's it good morning good to see you well i can't say the same i know absolutely (laughs) and i wouldn't wouldn't have it any other way it's lovely it's always a pressure when you come into the studio so lots going on this week uh start where you will well
1: i wonder if we could just start with pipes because (laughs) um the time to clean out your pipes literally is now yeah um this whole whole and i was going to say this whole scandal and it is a scandal scandal. The scandal I think is not that there is It'll lead be a hub con- next. The hub, yes it is it, not just that there's lead contaminate lead in the water, drinking water. Thank God it's been confined to public housing estates and we just don't know who those people are. Yeah, yeah you think I mean, you're the
0: only person thinking that right yes, now. Yes, exactly.
1: Because that means um, it possibly ain't. That means it's not really serious but uh, we'll pretend that it is. Yes. But I mean the, the government has been almost Almost got out the classic textbook that it has in these circumstances. First of all, uh,
0: blame someone else. (laughs) Who do we blame?
1: Exactly. (laughs) Who do we blame that isn't one of our mob? So they found this hapless contractor. I mean, who no doubt, I don't know, I don't know the details of, of what he did and he didn't do. No doubt should indeed be questioned about this. But, um, there, there's something called the Water Authority. Apparently, they've got nothing to do. There's something called the Housing Authority. Apparently, none of those people in any way could be held responsible for this because they were... Um, uh, oh, that's what they're doing. They're going to form a committee. That's number two out of the textbook. You know, when in doubt, form a committee. And the whole object of the committee is to keep the committee going... For long enough, so that people have actually forgotten what the original issue is by the time it reports. Right. But you can then say, as Carrie Lam did, we've taken immediate action on this. Yes. And the immediate action was um, to form a committee.
0: Do you know the simplest, I think, possibly, maybe, caveat, <coughs> explanation to this is tendering. Well... It means the bloke who comes in with the cheapest quote gets the gig. Yeah. There is that, but
1: it, that still doesn't still doesn't answer the question, was anybody monitoring this work? I mean, you know, they've got these people with clipboards rushing around Hong Kong... Locking up blokes who repair bicycles. Yes, I mean, you know, you've got... Do you know, th- th- shall we just talk about that just for a minute as you've raised that as a subject? This man, it, this is a village near Sha Tin, who was repairing bikes on the street, that al- already sounds to me like a major criminal activity. For free, by the way. For free. Apparently, occasionally he charged, and on some days... I'm trying to... I don't want to shock listeners with the enormity of his crime, but on some days he earned as much as $40. I mean, are we talking big time or what? Shouldn't be allowed. No, but, but the extraordinary thing about this is the FEHD, I think I've got those initials right, which is the Food and Bothering People Department sent out a squad. Can you believe this? They sent out a squad of officers to tackle this serious problem. And then they thought, I'm sure there's... Tell you what, tell you what, tell you what. We're going to charge him for obstruction. That's a good one. So they get out their clipboards and they they play um, clipboard footsie or whatever it is that bureaucrats do when they go out of their offices and, and investigate major crimes like this. They then take him to court and even the magistrate apparently went Get well, out. no he didn't did he not no he should have done i would have thought he should have said we're here to deal with with you know breaches of the peace can you come back when you've got a grown up involved in your department doing this so the magistrate goes uh, maybe the um, <clears throat> department of justice might want to look at this one again so so the, the, the case is pending instead of it, i mean frankly if there's anything called common sense, somebody should just be saying, oi you people, go and be looking at pipes that are poisoning young children on public housing estates stop bothering old geezers who are fixing bikes, and the idea that he's doing this for free that is against the Hong Kong spirit may I say that? What's this whole
0: deal about Hong Kong founded on people being entrepreneurial and doing good things and can do? Yeah. Can well, do you can't,
1: can't do if you spread bicycle parts across a pavement. You know, I mean that's a very big issue. I,
0: like I don't think we should be sitting here minimising that <laughs> I like the way you say a whole squad you know like the flying squad in the UK is called the Sweeney. <laughs> so I think we should call these guys the weenie. The weenie yes <laughs> And
1: we're not being personal it's, about any of their body parts. Blimey, though,
0: <laughs> chasing around these old geezers who are essentially... The, I don't know what's ever happened to the umbrella fellow up in, up in Soho. I hope he's still alive. But a similar thing, yeah. doing a good thing, a very, <laughs> very specialised skill. You imagine yeah. fixing bicycles. Yeah. It's not your average punter's job these days.
1: I mean, this, this man obviously is... Well, I don't know, obviously, but I assume he's in retirement. He's, he's 65. And he apparently likes... Fixing you know, bikes. Fixing bikes, and... And he's in an area where quite a lot of people have bikes, and he says, Oh, if you want the bike bits, come over, I'll, I'll do it. But what a response. I mean, these are it's people horrible, who basically. say that they don't have enough resources. That I was going to come on to this, but who say they don't have enough resources to test water throughout the territory because, you know, they're, they're so stuck with people, you know, doing important things like chasing around elderly citizens fixing bikes. God. It makes you wonder. It really does. It's just an upending of all the things that Hong Kong's supposed to be proud of. And then, I mean, just, just while we're we're um, talking, I mean, these are all related. Who re- exposed this? You would have thought that, that, that um, the government, which says it's going to, you know, focus on livelihood issues and blah, blah, blah. In fact, what happened? It was one of the Democrats, <laughs> Helena Wong, who, 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 in her own constituency, organised some testing... You would have thought that something oh, the official could have know. done. Yes, right. and, and, and discovered this. And no doubt she's, she'll be accused of filibustering for, you know, diverting attention from the new IT bureau, which, uh, as we all know, is the thing that Hong Kong needs more than life itself.
0: But the thing is, water goes places. Water blends in with, mm, water. Yeah. So, it, I'm sorry, it's not just going to be con- confined to I it. mean, not in the circles that I mix in, but
1: I've known people who drink it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How very dare they. How very dare they. Well, this I is interesting to see what's going to happen here. I mean, it strikes me... Well, I think the committee... I'm I'm looking forward
1: to the committee's report.
0: And there's all, there's all sorts of allegations going around, or speculations, I suppose, at the moment, about a big brother company in China that constructed all that stuff. Well, the pipes, yes. Yeah. yeah. The pipes... Forget about This one's going nowhere. Yeah, until, this one is... Until, somebody, one. Um, until somebody dies... Well... Or, you, be, you know, I mean, the problem with, with lead poisoning is
1: that it, it, it has a rather slow and corrosive right. effect. I mean, let, let's not be too alarmist about this. These no, no. levels are above those which are recommended by the World Health Organization. It doesn't mean that they're fatal or anything like that. But it does mean they well, shouldn't be they there. until they are, Steve. Until they are. But it does
0: mean they shouldn't be there. Yeah. I think that's clear as the nose on your face, is it not? Absolutely. But, I mean, this is a... This is, but, oh, oh, by the way, this came out, what, a week ago? Yeah, something like that. The very next day, the chief executive makes a, makes, a uh, makes an announcement about it. Now, quite seriously, do you imagine David Cameron standing up and saying, well, we're going to fix the pipes in outer Bogdonia?
1: Well, now, to be he, fair, he,
0: to be fair, the chief executive
1: was on one of his rare visits to Hong Kong when he made that announcement, and I think he wanted to prove that he is occasionally in Hong Kong and was aware of what was going on. Hmm. I, I applaud him. Incidentally, so do the comrades. His last visit to to um, the people's paradise, which comes after many other visits in that same direction. He goes up to Beijing for a two-day visit, and he he's manages to meet the bosses. He then gives a 12-minute speech about his wonderful visit, in which he mentions five times, five times, what a good job he was told. He was doing. He was doing by them. You know, like one of those kids, and we are in the season for that, who's just got their school report. They Daddy, have. Daddy, I got three A's. So there's c one going, chip, chip, three A's, chip, chip, three A's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is like a pathetic little schoolboy waving his report card, hoping that the parents will give him an ice cream. In this case, he's hoping the parents will give him another run at uh, running Hong Kong. And incidentally, anybody who's discounted that Would not, if I may advise them, put any money on it at the moment, because I think it's quite likely such a thing may happen.
0: Let's talk about the basic law teaching kit. What? Well, I was reading that before coming here. It's very good. You teach secondary school students when I was... I mean, honestly, we're talking 12- and 13-year-olds here. You you just want to watch Top of the Pops and... Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's like all these things, particularly as we have such a first-class education secretary in Eddie Ng. It's, It's... all of these things are done with one eye up north and a little glance back down here in Hong Kong. What would the comrades want us to do? i tell you what, basic law teaching kit. I mean, the fact that teachers who've looked at it have said it's not fit for purpose. It's not it fit for... Actually, yeah, we can't actually use it, but hey-ho, oh, if it's politically correct, that that's very wonderful. I mean, I think... In all honesty, what they should be doing is saying to themselves, I think now, we've made the point, it is quite true that there should be civic education in Hong Kong schools, but can we just tone down the propaganda a bit?
0: What would we have called civic education? I don't remember getting any. I don't did remember I, I, get, I don't
1: think Mind I don't, you,
0: we had Christianity rammed down our yeah, throats, so I mean, the, yeah, you know, it's yeah, ge- geese and ganders.
1: Yeah, in public schools in, in, in Britain... you didn't had really this, work in this,
0: in this think, side I of the room. Think in, I think in the <laughs> States they had it. Oh, they do they it big do. time in the States, yeah. I think. Just, just There's a lot
1: of flag stuff goes on in the States as well, I'm told.
0: Yeah, yeah, all that Billy Bob stuff. Anyway, um, just, just back to the, the thing here. So... 1st I'm looking at the RTHK news, they say legislators have expressed concern, blah, 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 blah. And it goes on, the final paragraph is, Secretary for Education said the government would encourage students to participate in the study by providing various subsidies, other resources, and cash. And cash. But the thing is, according to what I'm reading here, there was no acknowledgement of the legislators saying, hang on a minute, this is a bit iffy, and it's not correct.
1: Uh, well, if they raise that, they were filibustering.
0: They were filibustering.
1: That's <laughs> the new thing. Everything that the legislature's raised now, by way of question, oh, that's filibustering. We're not going to talk about that. Mm. I mean, these are, of course, legitimate concerns. But what, I mean, let's be absolutely blunt about this. What people are worried about is that there's going to be some sort of attempt at brainwashing children. Is this
0: backdoor national education? Well, that's what I they're going to be saying. That's
1: exactly what this is, and that's what the whole dispute is about, and that's why people are so agitated about it. Incidentally, I'm not against civic education, national education, whatever you call it. What do you reckon it but should it be as well? does need to be propaganda. I mean, it should be. Part of it is an appreciation of history, a rounded appreciation of how we got to where we are, and, you know, how the... I think it should be how the system works. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it, but they won't do it. They will not do it without making it into a propaganda exercise.
0: Have you read Bits and pieces of the Basic I've Law. It's heavy duty. Well,
1: yes, I, I'm very sad. I, I've actually got a very tattered copy of the Basic Law, but it, it's a constitutional document. It's not supposed to be a racy read. But then, no, no, uh, there's it, not many pictures. In no, there. there's no pictures and no animation, incidentally, <laughs> no. for those hoping for that. Yeah. But but having said that, I think the point is that um, it's actually not about the Basic Law at all. This is a, this is this is another piece of baloney. What it is about is. You know, patriotic education.
0: Well that's what I'm saying, is yeah. it backdoor yeah. national education?
1: But but the new thing is, you know, if in doubt, say basic law. Basic law. Basic law. I'm not in doubt though.
0: Yeah. I, mean, well, I will it, say
1: basic law, I just for can't, the
0: avoidance of doubt, as us lawyers say. I, I just can't, what are they going to be doing, acting out bits of it in the classroom? Well, I think what they're going to be
1: doing is, is being told that under the basic law, as reinterpreted by the Standing Committee of the National People's Congress, a very catchy phrase if ever I've heard one. Very sexy, that Oh, uh, It's very sexy indeed. Um, such and such can be done, such and such can't be done. Oh, and by the way, shut up.
0: Five, still in with Steve Vines.
1: Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. And and so is the MTR, amazingly. Who knew? Who knew that a major project was going to be delayed? And, gosh, and this was the thing which surprised me quite a lot. There's a blame game. Yeah, that's it. I wasn't expecting that, were you? Did you think that could possibly happen? Never. What I really like, and, and, you know, and, and why... Not express a bit of malice when you know it's what is this Thursday morning something like that yeah seasonally justice what I really like about it is the person who's really getting stuck into the MTR and really sort of pointing fingers and jumping up and down is uh Michael Teen who uh, that could be the same Michael Teen who was the head of the MTR and sort of got eased out and now sees it I'm sure it's not personal different I'm sure Michael it's not Teen personal um he he has he, got a very convenient memory as michael teen because most of this stuff actually was nurtured under his watch and he's now saying oh, lack of foresight very poor why did you ever think you might be able to you know complete this project on time
0: when did it when did it when was day 1 crayon to paper with this well i'm not sure but the um
1: the time scale was within the last it's supposed to be built and operating within five years, which um, I see the new head of the MTR is going, gosh, that was a bit tight, but we yeah. thought we might be able to manage it. So I, my recollection, and I'm sure there's people more erudite than me listening to this, my recollection is was it was about 18 months or two years before that. So we go back something like seven years, and by staggering coincidence, the person in charge of the MTR was some... Um, Michael Teen. I think we should blame... Who's, the... who's now discovered amazing, amazing hindsight. And, as you know, most things are, are much clearer in hindsight than
0: they are in foresight. Can we just r- remind so ourselves... So why
1: didn't we hear from him at the time? Well,
0: how hello. Classy... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can we just remind ourselves what we're talking about? So yeah. this is an express rail rink, Rail... Ice rink. Ice rail rink link to, to, to Guangzhou.
1: Not needed. No demand for it. But, yes, it's, it, it's going to Guangzhou. And what was
0: the latest thing about the customs checks?
1: Um, unresolved. Unresolved, because the committee? problem with this... Uh, I, I, I No, apparently not a committee. They're just waiting for the word to come down from up north. But In the basic law, which we were discussing before the break, and may I say it's a jolly good document, and I recommend it to everyone. Quite basic. Particularly the interpretation of the MPCC. Um, In the basic law, it does actually say that Hong Kong shall maintain its own immigration and customs system, which shall be separate from that of blah, blah, blah. But now they're saying, oh, well, it may say that in the basic law, but we're still going to have our immigration points stationed in Hong Kong. And the Hong Kong government is saying, we are vigorously and absolutely going to... Oh, that's right. Say nothing about this, even though it's in the Basic Law. So that's one problem. Actually, I think it's a, a kind of more minor problem. It's not a minor problem in terms of Hong Kong's autonomy, but it certainly is in terms of the long, long cost. So the long delays and the very high cost overruns that are going on in this project. But you know, who has been in the adult world for more than six seconds? ever doubted that it would come out like this. I've said you. Th- I've said this to you before but is, is it not that the projections were just rubbish? The projections were rubbish, the times... I mean, this is a... Polit- I mean, this is going to take a while let, to let, make, let, isn't let, it? Let's go back. Let's go way back. This has got nothing to do with railways. Nothing. Let's be absolutely clear about this. This is a political project. On the mainland, they are building express train networks like there was no tomorrow. And Little Donald at the time put his hand up and said, can we have one? Sir, 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 we can do... No, no, I see you've got lots of... lots of, We want to do... And, and they said, OK, Donny, you want it? You got it. Just Simple as that. It was, it was a piece train set. of... Nobody did. And this is what you normally do when you, when you start a, a, a public transport project. First of all, you say, is there demand for it? Is there a need for it? How difficult is it to get from Hong Kong to Guangzhou now? Uh, not at all. Not only is it not difficult, you can get the direct train um, over there if you want to. If you want to spend a lot of money, you can simply cross the border and get on a very high-speed and perfectly decent train from Shenzhen at half the cost, which will take you there very, very quick. There's no demand for this thing whatsoever. Let's not if and but it. Whatsoever, there is no demand for it. It was purely so. You're a saying piece there's no demand politics. for it. Well, reading between the lines, yeah. you could draw that conclusion. Yes. <laughs> So now it's the cost is overrun, it's not going to come on time. There's the whole question of jurisdiction because, at the moment, of course, if you get on the through train from Hong Kong up to Guangzhou, mm-hmm. you pass through Hong Kong Customs. Yeah, it's well, as simple as that. Yeah, there's no you, and you deal if you're a foreigner, or indeed if you're a Hong Kong resident, or anybody else for that matter, when you get out at Guangzhou station, you go through the mainland customs system. And good luck to you, and good luck to you. <laughs> It's actually got better, because I've done it fairly recently. But nonetheless, nonetheless, it does work. The trains are perfectly all right. The system's perfectly all right. There is no conceivable reason for this new project, which is now in the $139 billion ballpark, is it? I can't remember the figures. Well, the overrun (coughs)
0: is $18 billion.
1: Yeah, but I think the total is is something... uh, Just from memory now. I mean, sorry... Those figures are just stupendous. you think what they could buy if you were stopping throwing away money on these vast projects. You might even be able to look after Hong Kong's elderly people.
0: I know that's a stupid idea, but... Hey, know. I was going to say that, and people still call Leung Kwok Hung a nutter for jumping up and down in LegCo saying, help the agent. <laughs> yeah. Not such a nutter, really, is he?
1: Well, he ain't putting his money where his mouth is because, you know, they're spending it all on these massive big projects. So, I, I don't know, it... it, it in one sense, it's enormously depressing, enormously depressing, that, that that this money is being spent. Those people who say that the project, because it's so far behind and hitting so many pro- problems, should now be called off, unfortunately, I don't think that's a a viable option. Too much money's
0: gone down the plug hole. Mm. Interesting to see what happens if and when it does finish, but the good news is it takes the heat off the West Kowloon boys for a little while. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, that's
0: right. Now, there's another project which... Um,
1: have they have they broken a single brick? I don't think so.
0: I've no idea what's going on down there. No, I mean, it's I, a m- have you driven past? I have. Boy, I've, boy, I've, been I've actually
1: been on the site. And it's quite nice. Well, because they've had events on the site.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and, and it's unobstructed by buildings. Completely unobstructed by buildings or building work. And more and more people are saying, just don't go nuts on this. Turn it into a park. Yeah. And when you see I'm artists' impressions I'm actually saying that as well. When you see the artist's impressions of what the park could yeah. look like, you go, well, she's yeah. not a bad idea. You know,
1: and, and and incidentally, incidentally. I mean I'm I'm you know, I go to all these cultural events, so I, I would be a user, but I'm quite happy to go to several places for several different cultural events. I don't see why everybody has to go bustling down to West Kowloon if you want to see a play, watch an opera, hear a piece of music, you know. This is nonsense.
0: Yeah. It it kind of makes me go, ugh, when people still go, oh, cultural desert, it's not. It's not. There's plenty of stuff going on.
1: There really, really is. There is, and a lot of it is very good. And, you know, well, goodness me, if some of those people have to go all the way out to Shatin Town Hall, I know... You know they may see common people en route, but but it's all right once you get in the building. They don't tend to be there. Can I assure you on that point? Absolutely. It's it's, it's, it's almost safe from common people. Not entirely, but almost.
0: Oh well, we shall see. The, the the problem with this kind of stuff that we've talked about is it just gets you get machine gunned all this in the news, and you just get a bit numb to it, and you forget I know. you forget. And the numbers f- you particularly get numb to the numbers. You say, well, you know, hundred billion, what's that? That's,
1: like, <laughs> you know, we're sitting in the studio not a very nice one but anyway we are sitting in the studio if you f- if you had 100 billion bucks you wouldn't be able
0: to fit it into this room and it's quite a big room don't be silly i mean yeah absolutely i was going to say you couldn't spend it in this room <laughs> well i might be able to <laughs> all right and finally anything
1: and finally just 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 i know that we normally talk about hong kong things but i i have to say genuinely i've been really excited this week over this deal over iran's nuclear program the, the reason is not that perhaps the one that's a lot of other people give, it's because I think this is an enormous, an enormous victory for the people in Iran who are not bonkers, you know, who who are not going out to say, which country can we help to destabilise? Which country can we make a new enemy in? You know, which bunch of Shia extremists can we can we help in the Arab world? This is a real victory for the people who've been sitting there and saying... Iran needs to get with the programme. It needs to get back into the international community. And they've produced something. Mm. And you look at the streets of Tehran and other major cities in the wake of this deal, and people are going, thank God, we're back in the world. What sort of stuff? The, what has sort been of stuff? in the world for a long time. Oh,
0: yeah, way before the nutters.
1: Yeah. And they're coming back. You know, the ghastly period of Ahmadinejad, the, the, the former president, is just looking as tainted as it should look. What kind, of, what kind of taps are going to be turned back on? Oh, everything. I mean, really. I mean, they'll be able to sell oil again, which, of course, is, is a mainstream of the economy. They'll be able to go rejoin the international banking system. And, of course, for the punters in the streets, what they're looking forward to is access to consumer goods that they haven't been able to get hold of. The idea that all these um, people in Iran who who previously were, you know, making goods and services, including agricultural products for the world market, can get back to doing all of it. I mean, this is going to make an enormous difference. The scope for this thing going belly up, I'm well aware, is enormous. But at least the people in the Iranian leadership who are now working towards what – I hate to use this term, but I'll just use it for shorthand – a moderate way of doing things – are being shown to be able to produce the goods and this is tremendously important because it leaves the nutters with no clothes. Who's gonna who's gonna believe it?